0: Welcome to Bible Bash, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. We're your hosts, Harrison and Pastor Tim Mullett, and today we'll be answering the age-old question, should Christians support female leadership in government? Now the reason that we're doing this episode right now is because um, last month, uh, on September 25th, Italy elected a new prime minister, and they're sort of painting this as like a a uh, far a uh, shift to the far right for italy uh, and and kind of like a uh return to fascism and i you know i'm it's not it's amazing
1: it's amazing that they're doing that because she's conservative and a woman you know and i thought that uh you know if they're a woman then you should be thrilled by that but apparently she's not the right kind of woman. Yeah,
0: hey no look she's breaking the glass ceiling man i mean come on this is a victory for women everywhere right um <laughs> no obviously obviously when when the left is just so inconsistent with these things um yeah you have to be the right kind of you have to be the right kind of woman if you're if you're a conservative woman then you're actually a, just a man basically right, is right, how right. they probably treat and if it, you're
1: but, you know a conservative black person then you're a white person right yeah, so
0: yeah 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 exactly uh they're super inconsistent on these things but anyways So, so Italy elected their new prime minister, Georgia Maloney, and um, this is, this is really being painted from, you know, obviously from the left it's being painted as like a return to World War II fascism under Mussolini, but then for conservatives, it's being painted as a massive victory, right? A sort of return to normalcy. In a certain sense, and even amongst Christians, this has been like I've seen a lot of Christians that I interact with online um, who try to follow these things, who are really excited uh, about her victory over uh, in this election over in Italy. And so the the interesting question here, though, then becomes, you know, obviously, as Christians, typically um, leadership is something that is is assigned to men. Right. Right. Uh, um, and so, it seems like a weird sort of, what do what do we do with this? You know, our is this like, you know, is there room in the Bible to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, there is. There is a time and a place to say, like, we need we need female leadership in government, or is the Bible teaching us that no, this is something that is much like uh, the office of of pastor or elder is. This is an office that needs to be held by a man uh, and so that's why we're that's why we're um, covering this episode today. that's why we're answering this question. So Tim, I guess I guess we'll just start out with you know should we be supporting someone like Georgia uh, Maloney winning office over in Italy?
1: Yeah, I think it's a I think in one level it's a very easy question to answer, but then another level it's a little bit more difficult than you might imagine so I think you know my perspective of watching all of this go down is somewhat similar to what you're talking about so the left is obviously having a meltdown and you know as an individual who is uh, emotionally invested in the left having meltdowns <laughs> then <laughs> you know anytime they're having a meltdown you you can you know do a small celebration in the quiet corners of your heart you know <laughs> during that moment. And yeah, I mean, the, um, you know, the, the taste of le- leftist tears is sweet, uh, to the palate, you know, kind of thing. So, so it is, uh, <laughs>
0: I don't remember reading that Bible verse. I'll have to go back and find it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it, 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 there's a, there's a, uh, there's a sense in which, um, you know, when you're living in times like we're living in right now, uh, you, you can, you, you can basically trust that anything the left says is wrong. Right. Yeah, so anything yeah. that they're concerned about, you think that's probably a good thing. Right. I mean, I get that's that's about the, the level of discernment you need to have in order to appropriately read the times right now. So yeah, if, baby, something- if
0: baby murderers and flesh mutilators are upset. I probably need to be happy, right?
1: Right. So it seems like everything that they're suppressing, you can, I mean, this is what happens when you're in communist countries. You learn that whatever is being suppressed is the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So you learn to believe almost exactly the opposite of everything that's, uh, uh, being said. And, you know, you can't, Obviously put that forward as a way of discerning truth from error in an absolute sense. But then, you know, if you went that way, you'd probably be in a lot better position than the kind of individual who's believing everything that they're being told. Right. So, right.
0: Yeah. See, in, the, in, the, in that kind of context is yeah. probably wise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so there's a sense in which if um, they're looking at this lady as if she is literally the incarnation of Hitler, you know, in female form. Or something <laughs> which like is, that, which is
0: basically, I mean, that's pretty much what they're saying and, right, and right. these articles
1: right so then that must mean that she's up to something good right and so and i mean i've listened to her uh sound bites on twitter and i think uh, there's a lot there that is praiseworthy and a lot there that i mean not everything there is praiseworthy but a lot there is is good you know so yeah. I, I think um uh, you know should you support that well i think um it's it's hard you know so as you read the bible isaiah 3 12 says Uh, Of, uh, you know, the Israelites, my people, infants are their oppressors and women rule over them. Oh, my people, your guides mislead you and they've swallowed up the course of your path. So uh, the idea of infants, you know, ruling over people or women ruling over them, like this is a shameful thing in the Bible. This is not the way that God's designed it to be. Um, you know, regardless of whether or not there is some law in the Bible that says that this is fundamentally sinful, as there would be in the case of like the Bible teaches that male leadership is uh, uh, the only kind of leadership that is permissible within the church. This is obviously put forward as a shameful state of affairs by God, and God is Obviously, you know, not the kind of God. He's immutable. He's not going to change, and so his perspective of these things isn't going to change. So this is right. Like if if a nation is ruled by women, that should be a shameful set of affairs. And, and that reasons. that
0: verse is like not not even necessarily speaking in a literal way, right? It it it's just it's. Isn't that verse more communicating like the men who are leading are leading like women and children?
1: Yeah, I mean, well. <laughs> i need I need a I'll file that into a, something I'll look over and, and okay. see
0: <laughs> Cause could, because the only reason I say that is because my understanding was you know it it is speaking that way and so so if if having men leading like yeah. women and children is shameful. Then having literal women and children must be even more so, right? I
1: I, I mean, there are situations, I mean, obviously the kings that are mentioned there are men, but then you have situations like Ahab and Jezebel, Mm -hmm, for instance, where Jezebel is the real power behind the throne and not Ahab in that way. Or several
0: times where it's like, um, you know, a young, a young, like child or, or teenager inherits the throne because right. of because of an assassination or or what you know whatever someone gets killed in battle or whatever happened
1: right so like there's there's literal correspondence there too that i would say are real but then there's also um um th- there could be some figurative kind of elements there too but uh, yeah that's definitely something i'll look into more but um i, I think the broader point though is It is, it is a shameful, it's supposed to be a shameful set of affairs, but then we don't realize why that's the case anymore. And the reason why that's the case is somewhat obvious. I mean, it's obviously the case because, um, you know, God has uniquely designed men and women to do different things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, men, like there are character traits that are necessary for like a good ruler. Like if you think about it and like, I think when you're living in peace times, one of the things you realize is that like. Uh, there are different expectations of leadership during peacetime than there are during wartime, but most nations throughout the history of the world have been like in wartime Mm -hmm. uh, mode. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's one of those things where you, you know, you look at like all the female secretaries of defense that are there, you know, and it's not inspiring of great confidence and, you know, it's not intimidating in any way. And you don't really, you you don't think that, um Like this is not like a good uh, advertisement, you know, it doesn't make for the same kind of advertisement that the Russian troop, you know, promotional videos made, you know, years ago, uh, you know, a year ago or whatever, uh, then the, you know, the, uh, sexually confused women uh, troop, uh, (laughs) fighting for equality. Yeah. Fighting for equality. Yeah. So I mean, I think God's uniquely designed men to, you know, have a lot more courage than women have. Uh, God has designed men to be a lot more um, logical in the way that they think, meaning like they're um, they're not as prone to emotion at times. Like so, men are prone to emotion in different ways, but they're you know they're um, much more prone to have like certain virtues like temperance and fortitude and to be able to face danger and to be cool-headed and calm when danger comes and to make calculated risks that are required. You know, so like if you're like it, it takes a toll on you to be able to send like. Um, troops in the battle, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a yeah. pretty big toll upon you to be able to have like that kind of courage to know that, nor- like, you need to gain that inch on the battlefield, and that inch is going to cost you, you know, ten thousand lives, and and to know that, hey, this is like you have to have someone who's willing to do that and not willing to think in emotional terms at that point, but think in terms of strategy and tactics and you know, the need of the moment, right? So, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of, like, um, um, you know, if you just think about the history of the world, the conquest of the nations throughout the history of the world, it's always been through men making these kinds of tough decisions, um, you know? And, and I, I mean, I, <laughs> I think every husband knows, you know, like right now, you every husband knows these things to some degree. I mean, my goodness, like I, I, like there are certain subjects I don't talk about in front of my wife. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I know that she's going to process them in a different sort of way than I'm going to process them. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk about like the nuclear threat with Russia at the moment with her for any extended length of time. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that if, if, because she's just going to be tempted to worry about it. Right. Right. (laughs) Why do I I want her to worry about it? I mean, I don't know if you have the same kind of dynamics that are happening there, but I mean, like we, um, um, we talked about uh, the pit bull stuff and it's like, I'm not going to share those articles with her. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to share those with her, like, uh, because we're just made differently and I can process that and talk about that in a different way. And I'd say that like, um, you know, all women are completely unable to have tough conversations like that without being filled with anxiety and worry and fear. It's just to say that that's difficult, right? And like we're different. And so there's some kind of, um, God's made men to be different. He's made men to face danger in certain ways. He's made men to lead and he's made men in general to, uh, women in general to follow. And, you know, if you have a lady who is the, um, you know, the, the one who is supposed to be the, um, the model of strength and courage and stability, like you become a laughing stock as a nation because you realize that's the best you got. Right. Yeah.
0: That, that feels weird in a well, certain sense, like to say, Hey, be the one who, you know, yeah. Who is, who is leading boldly, right. Leading with strength, leading with courage, Willing, you know, willing to make the hard decisions when the time comes and willing to offend. It feels weird, uh, you know, in a lot of ways to ask a woman to do that compared to asking a man to do that. Right.
1: Right. And, and the reason why is because God hasn't designed women to be in that role. And so that's, you know, part of the difference between the complementarian movement by and large and what you might describe as the pa- patriarchal kind of movement by and mm-hmm. large is that essentially the complementarian movement has a difficult time um seeing like ontological differences between male and men and women at that point and basically just retreats to you know the home like there's differences within the home there's differences within the church and doesn't see it go broader than that but you know as you read the bible my my people infants of the oppressors women rule over them that's just an example that's an example of the consistent testimony of all the bible Mm-hmm. you know it's men who are in leadership throughout all the bible right yeah. not just in the home and the churches the whole thing right 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 and it's uh it's the men who go to war it's the men who run the countries you know with few exceptions and that's the way god's designed it so so you know as you're i guess as you're trying to answer a question along these lines like there should be in the christian uh, acknowledgement that God's obviously designed men to do something much better than women, and that's lead a country, rule a country, to be rulers. God's designed men to do that. And and so then it's a shameful set of affairs if the woman is the one who is doing that. And we have to figure out, well, how do we respond to a scenario where, you know, the woman is the only sane one, right? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the woman is the only sane one, and then, the you know, like if you have— like they're accusing her of being the literal incarnation of Hitler but then everyone on the other side that's exactly what they are. And so what if she's the only one who is uh saying at that point what do you do there?
0: Yeah, do um, you just yeah, do you just like do you vote for her? Do you vote for, do you vote for the side that you disagree with because they they happen to be a man, you know, or do you just say like, "Hey, I'm just not going to vote at all." Like what's the as a Christian, you know, what's the response there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if um you know, if you were to take it in the realm of the church where like the qualifications for a pastor are that they be the husband of one wife, they'd be a man. Um, I would take, you know, I would, in, in, and I were forced to pick between like the heretical man pastor or like the mostly solid female pastor, right? Mm hmm. I would say, well, both are unqualified. I'm done. I'm going to go, right? I have another, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving this place, right? Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> if
1: that's all I got, I'm going to leave, right? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would say I got two unqualified people here. Now, it's not so simple when you're at a country level, like you can't just pack up and leave, right?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, it, there's a lot more that goes into that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can't, like you're kind of stuck where you're at for the most part and, and there's not. The same kind of freedom at that point. And I don't know that there's like an absolute prohibition against female rulers, but there is a statement that it's shameful. And so that you have like, you know, you have law, you have right and wrong in the Bible, and you have like categories of shame and unwise. And so I think like the idea of a female ruler is should be a shameful thing. And if you're put in a situation where you're voting for Hitler or the Conservative woman who's got a lot of things right. I think I I think you you might say, well, I'm going to vote for the shameful option, but I'm going to let it be known that it's shameful. Yeah. And let it be known why,
0: right? Yeah. So like you're not you're not you know necessarily jumping for joy, right?
1: Yeah. But then then it's
0: obviously better than picking the guy who's going to go and you know murder six million Jews, right?
1: Right. Well, it's just to say, hey, this is all I got, and you know, like uh, now, I mean, I I think there's a there's a place to say that you're not morally obligated to vote. Period. Right? And maybe, it, you know, that's something you might think about. But I mean, if it really is like overwhelmingly a good candidate, and then uh, who is fighting for good things, and then it's a horrible candidate who is like just pure evil, like incarnation of Satan. You know, mm-hmm. I think you might you might say, well you know on the balance of all these things once a lot like i have to swallow a lot less evil to endorse right so i think right. there's a, i think there's some kind of place for that um but at the same time i mean like you are in voting for her you are making a vote basically to um watch her neglect her family right
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like,
1: so, I mean, there are entailments of it that we shouldn't minimize. Like her, her running for, I mean, her being the prime minister basically means she's an unfaithful wife and an unfaithful mother. And there's no way around it, right? That's just the way it works. So, yeah,
0: there's not enough time in the day to work a full-time job and then also go, you know, be the prime minister of Italy. <laughs> right. Full-time just, job meaning taking care of your house and your children.
1: Yeah, you're just not. Like So you're just basically abandoning your role as... Uh, you know, a wife and mother at that point. I just think you, you we need to be honest about what is happening there and what are the entailments of this. Now, you know, you say, Hey, we'll weigh that unfaithfulness over and against the lives of, you know, millions of babies and whatever else. And, uh, and all the things involved. I, I just think, well, there may be a case where you say, yeah, this is, you gave me two bad choices. And one is, uh, you know, way worse than the other, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So but tr- I'm gonna notice. I'm gonna. I'm not just gonna. It's not just gonna be. Uh, like, and I think this is where, um, like, you know, all the feminists there who are conservative are basically viewing this as a victory for women. And I think you have to look at it and say, Hey, this is not a victory for women, right? Right. Yeah. Like this is a shame to all the men out there, right? This is a profound source of embarrassment to the men. She is putting them to shame, right? Yeah. There there really should be. She's humiliated be. them. Yeah.
0: There, re, there really should be like I and that's something that I feel like I that's something like I feel like I I don't see often. Um where, you know, you see you see women like this and and no one's asking the question, why isn't there a man willing to say the same thing?
1: Right. right?
0: Now now maybe they like there's some complications that are that for whatever reason, you know, a man wasn't able to get there. You know, I don't know if like they just weren't able to get garner the same support for whatever reason, or if there is some sort of like coercion involved, um, that, you know, that set things up to be the way they are. But then, you know, it's not, it's not just in this one specific example. I remember when we talked to John Harris, you know, we mentioned, um, the, uh, The we make we mentioned, um, what's her name, Megan, Megan Basham, right? And and how she is she's constantly going out and calling out, um, you know, a lot of a lot of guys who are at at best, you know, being really unwise and some of the things that they're saying, right? And and we were all kind of saying, we were all kind of saying, like, hey, this is totally unfair to to rely on Megan to be the one making these statements right where are the other guys with with platforms that are like hers willing to say the same thing right and willing to stand up for truth so it does seem like part part of the issue here is that there's just simply not men who and i i guess that's what you're getting at with the whole shame aspect um they're yeah. they're just not willing to say what needs to be said right
1: right yeah i don't know Uh, if it's that they're not men or there's no market for it, you know,
0: what do you mean? No market for it.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure that, um, like, I mean, if I, if I were president of the United States, (laughs) (laughs) Uh I would, I would bring my tyrannical, you know, patriarchal rule, uh, in a democratic form to this nation, but no one wants me. You get what I'm saying?
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, some of it is about like, there's a, I'm sure that there are some, it's just, there's not enough, like, you know, there's not enough. And the ones they have are all cowards. Right. Right. And so like, that's the problem. The ones that they, uh, you know, the ones that are put in place are a bunch of cowards and it's like, that's a sign of shame, you know? So, I mean, I think there are people out there that could do it it's just you know they may there's a sense in which they're just like they're just the the people don't want them to right Uh uh-huh
0: yeah yeah
1: people want the emasculated you know effeminate man who's going to be just as sensitive as all the ladies are and just as spineless you know and so um like that's that's part of it too but um yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the things that conservatives do at times is they, and this is something that's a little bit frustrating, is that they, they will, um, they will play off these impulses that people like the the uh, diversity, equity, inclusion impulses when they benefit mm-hmm. them, you know. So it's like. So and in sort it's just like a game for them, but it's like, Hey, yeah, yeah. We know that this is all nonsense or whatever, but let's celebrate, you know, that this lady's achievement here, right? you know, yeah. because she's a conservative in that way. Uh, you know, and isn't this like a sign of female empowerment, you know, ha ha ha, you know, kind of thing. And it's just like, well, no, this is shameful. Like, this is not like, you, you know, we we've done that in the church too, you know, where like there's, Times where it's just like, hey, yeah, yeah, we know the affirmative action stuff is nonsense. uh We're gonna make a statement on social justice in the gospel or whatever. We're gonna do that. We need a black signer on there to sign off on the thing, right? And right. So yeah. We need, like but then it's just like, come on, like, you know, you don't, you don't need a woman saying it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need a certain color saying it. Like we we need like. um like, th- th- we don't have to go that route when it benefits us, right? Right. And, and a lot of the conservative movement has done that with, like, the, the sodomite situation and everything else. And so you have all these conservative, you know, quote unquote, outlets now. I mean, I, I, what is it? You know, Bruce Jenner is um, a um, news analyst on Fox or whatever now. And oh, I, so, don't, I don't know, but uh, I
0: wouldn't put it past them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I, you have, like, you have situations like that to where it's just like, well, like, what, what are your principles here, right? Like, what are the principles actually at this point? And it's like, well, if you have the gays on your side, conservative gays, conservative transgender people who are saying conservative things, then like we're going to be allies. And it's like, well, no, I mean, I, I think just we don't need that kind of representation provided that their politics are right, right? Right. Stick, stick to your guns, stick to your principles as far as that uh, goes. And, you know, I think that's something that's a little bit frustrating about this kind of conversation and i mean i'm i'm glad she's saying things that i wish more men in those positions were saying Mm -hmm. and i think that it's like it's better to get her than the psychopaths on the other side but then we should you know we should be able to note that this is still like not good right
0: (laughs) right yeah Yeah. now one of the things
1: the the problem though let me say one more thing like the problem problem is that, like, when you say something like that, you have all these, like, effeminate gospel coalition types who would say something like I'm saying, but with the net effect of, like, what the real agenda they have is, is to get the leftists in office, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, so, like, there's, you know, they may say some of the things I'm saying, but then their point is that they're trying to get, push the church left, right? So Right. Yeah. So so, instead,
0: you know, maybe – I don't know that they're saying this out you know outright or anything, but in our hypothetical situation where you have to vote for the you know the woman leader who's saying a, a lot of good things, maybe not everything's perfect and but and then you also have the you know, baby murderer essentially, they're right. they're pushing, hey, we can't, you know, we can't have women we can't have women leading. Right, we need to. Yeah, vote there's for the a moral equivalence instead.
1: there. As a, yeah, there's a moral equivalence there of just to say, hey, one little point of compromise is like equivalent to the sum total of all right of the evil that the left is pushing, and so they yeah. did. I mean, they did that all over and over again with Trump or something like that. Yeah, that, like, that,
0: he, he, my my example was obviously exaggerated, but I was going to bring up the you know, hey, we can't we we you know we can't vote for people. Um, based off of like, their or we need to vote for people who are going to be, you know, um, morally responsible. Right. And, and Trump's not. And, right. and we would agree. Right. Like there's a lot of things that Trump has done that we're just like, yeah, that's not behavior that a Christian would partake in. Uh, yeah. right. But then, yeah, they, they've got a different agenda.
1: Well, right. they, yeah. They latched on the same kind of thing with the Herschel Walker situation. Mm-hmm. So that'd be another example of that to where, you know, if he does have uh, you know, if he did uh, commit adultery on his wife multiple times during the early years, I don't, I mean, I don't know enough about his life and know enough to comment on what we should think about Herschel Walker in that way. Um, meaning, I don't know if that was him, like during the early parts of his life. And then now he's reformed, you know, like in terms of like in terms like he's actually legitimately become a Christian. I don't know if he's been pretending the whole time, as his son says, uh, like Uh this is just an act, you know, that he's been this stolid Christian guy the whole time. He's not. I don't know if that's his son talking in bitterness right now or I, I don't know enough about it. But I do know that the, you know, all the gospel coalition types are like with glee like pointing this out as a point of hypocrisy for those on the right. But then the whole agenda, though, is in service of trying to make everyone feel better about voting for the left. Right.
0: Voting for a literal baby murderer. Yeah. I mean, mean like someone who is. I mean, I say literal voting for someone who is has made it a foundational aspect of their platform, you know, to to push abortion and make it legal in as many ways as possible. And uh, Stacey Abrams. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, like the worst, you know, possible person that you could think about, you know, and then you're going to pick, you're going to point out some like very real things that could be concerning. You know, I'm not trying to minimize at all, but at the same time you have to say, well, what are the choices I have? Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What are the choices I have? And like, is there a way to like, say, if those things about Herschel Walker are right, I don't condone those. But you have Hitler on the other side, and these kind of things don't seem as bad as that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As bad as they yeah, are. Yeah, it feels like we're
0: talking about two different things here. <laughs> talking,
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, the other side literally wants to dismember babies, Right tear them apart in their mother's womb, destroy society, defund police, right? Force us all to take poison. Uh, they want to kill off half of us, you know, <laughs> or more. Uh, I mean, I, I guess the what they need is like, we have 8 million people or 8 billion people or whatever, and they're trying to get it down to 500K or whatever, mm-hmm. or 500 million, you know, so that's uh, get rid of 15 out of 16 of us. So, you know, so I mean, like, this is a pretty big difference here and I don't have to uh, approve of, everything but like if your game here is just to say that these are two comparable evils i'm just going to push back and say they're not comparable evils while still saying they're evil right right and so i think i could say the same kind of thing with this kind of situation to say let me note i want to note that this is a shameful set of affairs a really shameful set of affairs Mm -hmm. without saying it's the same level of or the same amount of moral evil as what the other side is doing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, So. so one of the things that we do a lot on the podcast is we often tell people, Hey, so one of the answers when dealing with some specific subject, especially if it's like a, a pretty practical subject. Um, one of the things that we, we tell people to do is like, Hey, before you start thinking about, who has sinned against you and all the ways that they've done bad things against you. You need to sit down and examine yourself and say, in which ways have I sinned? Right. And so I want to give us the chance to do that now with, with what we're saying. So I'm sure there are a lot of people who are probably uh, listening to this and they're thinking, this is the most sexist thing I have ever heard in my entire life. You're, you're saying that women can't lead you're saying that women, you know, can't make decisions. You're saying that women can't think logically. So I, I want to, I want to ask you, Tim, and sort of let you examine both of us, um, <clears throat> you know, and and just answer the question for us: Are we being sexist in our um, assessment of female <laughs> leadership?
1: I didn't say they couldn't think logically. No,
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm you're sort put of, your
1: painting. You're painting the other side. Yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will note. I didn't say that they can't think logically. I'm he said they
0: can't think logically. you said they can't even get dressed by themselves. All they're good
1: eating. for is just being barefoot, pregnant <laughs> in the kitchen making just, babies.
0: Yeah, baby making factories who are meant to sweep their floors are, and make I mean, sandwiches. Right?
1: Th- they are baby making factories that are <laughs> made to make babies, sweep the floor, make sandwiches, do the dishes, do the laundry and, and make a home. And they excel at that, you know, so like they, they can do all those things a lot better than I can do them, you know? So I, I praise the Lord that God made gave us, you know, ladies to make babies for us. And yeah, you know, and that are so nice to look at, you know, and, uh, <laughs> make sandwiches that we could, you know, we could get, uh, physical gratification and just looking at their beautiful faces, right? So um yeah. So no, I, I mean I um it's a funny conversation because it's it's like um it, it doesn't actually happen the other way that you know at all. Um What do you mean? <laughs> I saw a uh, I saw a funny uh I saw a funny video of like a female cop who was uh Basically harassing this old man in his car or whatever.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. You see that video where they got in a fight on the side of the road or whatever?
0: I don't. I don't know that I did.
1: All right. So the lady, like, yeah, it's one of those videos where. Let me just ramble with the, you know. Un- unconnected story here and see if I can make any <laughs> okay. sense. Here. But, uh, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, you have the lady cop who's pulling over this old man for driving like, I don't know, 50 something and a 35, 52 and a 35 or something like that. And she comes and she's just like, you know, full bossy female cop, like yelling at him mode, you know, like from the very start and, you know, um, the guy kind of gets fed up with it and he you know, jumps out of his car and she's like, what are you getting out of your car for? You know? And he's like, uh, I'm getting my license, you know? And so he was done at that point and he's yelling at her and he shouldn't have been doing that. But then, you know, as he come, she he asked him to come over um, on the side of the car and then she's basically looking at him and saying, um, you know, uh, she asked this old guy who's like old enough to be her dad to like sit down on the ground, right. Mm-hmm. Sit down on the ground. And he's like, I'm not sitting down, you know? And, <laughs> and so she, she starts shoving him, you know, so she shoves him and he shoves her back, you know? And then like, then she starts wrestling with him, and he's wrestling with her back. And I mean, it was just the dumbest thing that you could see in the world, but then like, she can't get him subdued because he's obviously right. like, he's, you know, He's an old guy, but he's stronger than her, right? So mm-hmm. then, some uh, some guys on the side of the road, like I think two or three guys, stop their car and tackle him and pull him to the ground, and then she's yelling at him like, "You don't do that to a woman," you know? <laughs> you don't do that. To- <laughs> 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 Which I mean, I, it was just absurd from the outset. I mean, this is why females shouldn't be cops, right? So I say something like that. I say females shouldn't be cops. Why shouldn't they be cops? Because she obviously can't restrain an old man, right? Mm-hmm. By herself. She needs other men to help her do her job. She's not equipped to do that job. And then if she's going to sit there and like, you know, um, fuss at some guy, you know, like he gets all ticked off. And uh, he handled it totally wrong. But like, so I'm I'm viewed as sexist for saying she shouldn't be a cop, right? Right. But then her expectation is you don't, like, and this is one of the things that was so remarkable about the video. You don't do that to a woman, she said.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, well, why not? Like, why not? You're no different than a man. Why not? Mm-hmm. So I don't think he should have done that because I think it was embarrassing and shameful for him to do that, for him to pick on. Like he should have, like, now, I mean, she shouldn't have been pushing him. Like you're poking a bear, right? I mean, you shouldn't be pushing someone for, like, like there's no reason, like, go, you go sit and, sit on the ground and I'm going to push you around and, like, it, it, you're provoking someone. But the issue is, like. Like, she has an expectation that she's a woman. There's different rules of how she's treated that she's selectively applying. You understand? Right.
0: Yeah. When it's they select, when they benefit.
1: When they benefit. And then it's like, you don't do that to a woman. It's like, well, why not? Right? Why don't you do that to a woman? Well, because it's your job to protect women.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: right? So now, if he were to fulfill his job, like everyone takes for granted, it is his job to protect her. Right. It is yeah. his job to honor her. And no one thinks that you've reduced him. some protector does that make sense yeah yeah like no one thinks that it's not demeaning to him like so we have like the thing is we have all these expectations for men that are ironclad with no room whatsoever for variation at all right Mm -hmm. so when that one guy um, i don't know who the guy is but he gets on there and you know fusses at the female politician lady uh, reporters or whatever i can't remember what the guy's name is but he was messing with uh Alexandria ocasio-cortez everyone got on there and just said like you don't talk to a lady like that it's like well she's why not right mm-hmm. like i don't think you talk to a lady like that too but so everyone expects like the men to do their part and to play their role right you know totally consistently but then there's no expectation on the other side that that's to happen, and so what you have to have, what you have to do is you have to pretend on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So like you have to, you have to say that, like, all right, the lady cop is there and she's competent and she's capable, right? And she's enough and she's strong and she's powerful and she's independent and all that. You have to say she's all these things, while at the same time, then it's the citizen's job, like the 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 criminal's job, to also give in to the delusion too. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's like, well, no, she's just not capable of the job. Right. So I just want to be honest and say, she's not capable of the job. Right. Okay. Uh, So if you want him to protect you, then don't get in that role, that position. And you can't have it both ways. And so the same thing is happening with female leaders. Like I, I just, I'm just looking at them and saying, they're not equipped for this job. Like men are equipped for this job.
0: Yeah. God didn't design them.
1: God or goodness. that role, right? Right. And so, like, now if you, like, if you get in that role and, you know, a foreign leader says something you don't like and you get all emotional about it, right?
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: he didn't talk to you the way that you deserve and you start making weird decisions, then what do we do, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what do we do at that point, right? And so, like, that's where it's like, yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't be, like, you can't expect these foreign countries to operate, like, to To basically play pretend for you, to make, to pretend like you're qualified for a job. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You can't expect that of everyone around you and like evil people in the world aren't going to go with that. So like the sane people should be able to say, Hey, let's just not put you in a situation you're not qualified and equipped for. Right. Mm -hmm. And let you do the things that you excel at. You know, and I think like, that's the shame of this whole conversation is there are really things that women design, like are much better at than men <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're all those things that they don't want to hear but they're those that they're much better at that right i mean it's not even close i i mean i can't you know, you know if you come over to our house it doesn't look like it's decorated by a man okay? <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> at all okay <laughs> like at all at all you know and so but then if it were decorated by me it would be a nightmare right and so i mean i think you want women like women excel when you put them in areas they excel at and let them do the things that they excel at it and you know, th- she, you know my wife's a much better mother than i'll ever be right know? it's not even it's not even close you know mm-hmm. and so like all those things that like we think that like that's not demeaning them that's like give like let them do the things they're designed to do and praise yeah. them for doing it yeah and you'll get a better society, right? So the more that we look to women to be strong and courageous, the more that no one knows what that is anymore. Mm -hmm. And the more that we look to, you know, um, men to be, you know, sensitive and caring and all that. And like, you're living in a society that doesn't look very sensitive and caring, you know, <laughs> Right. we're looking to the wrong role models or putting the wrong people in the wrong situations. And yeah. like that, the, all that's happening is you're just messing it all up. So, yeah, I mean, if people don't, if people want to say that sexist and it's like, Hey, you know what, if you do the things that God's designed you to do, you'll find it with a good attitude, you'll find a lot more fulfillment and trying to do things that you're not designed to do. If you want to go out there and be a cop, you can, but it will be really frustrating for you because you're right. not good at You're not going to be good at it. You know, yeah,
0: it's, it's like, um, you know, it's not sexist. It's looking at God's design and celebrating God's design, right? And then loving one another enough to try and put one another in situations where they're more likely to succeed based off of God's design, right?
1: Right, yeah. I mean, so like, you know, just watching some of those MMA fights where the women are beating each other to a pulp. You know, in the name of, you know, being tough and all that, it's just like they're sitting there crying with their face broken and it's like, yeah, you're not made for this, you know, you can do, you can throw yourself into something you're not made to do, but you're just going to, I mean, you, it's going to go bad for you. Right. You just do the things God's called you to do and it'd be a lot better. So,
0: Yeah. Um, so now that we've sort of talked through all of that stuff, you know, one of the things that really, I mean, the tagline. For the podcast is to say you know hey we're equipping the saints for the works of ministry right so there's a there's this practical aspect um that we're trying to bring with the things that we talk about on the podcast so when it comes to this sort of topic which you know in a lot of ways is sort of um you know it's not necessarily inherently practical for you know for um the random, you know, just individual who might be listening, you know, they're not, they're not, like we said earlier, they're not going to be able to necessarily run for go run for some government office. Right. And trying to, tr- in order to try and like replace or fill the void that um, some, a woman is trying to, fu- uh, to fulfill. So what would you say are sort of like the, um, the practical ideas that we need to take away from this kind of discussion
1: but I think there's a lot of ladies, though, that, I mean, there's, I mean, not by portion of population, but there's a lot of ladies who are basically throwing themselves into the battle at the political level and, and trying to be the conservative voice in that. And they, I mean, I think, you know, for those individuals, they, you know, they are called to other things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're called to other things in a more fundamental level. And like the more that you throw, like, I mean, I think for the prime minister lady, <laughs> It's practical, like meaning like, like for her, you know, she could build her home. A wise woman builds her home or she could, you know, basically surrender her home and the things that God has called her to in the first instance, you know, the older, older women, she's younger women to be domestic and to be workers at home. And to, you know, I think you can, you can, you can give up on all that. And, you know, it may be that you do some good in the world, but it might be that if you understand how much good you could have done the other way you could accomplish a lot more even than you thought, you know? Right. I think that there's this lie that a lot of women are being told and it's like the way to change the world is like by being some big influencer out there and whatever they're doing or being some conference speaker person, you know, being, you know, always on the road, always traveling, always doing all this stuff, you know, in order to affect everything. And, you know, they end up losing their homes, losing their family, having other people raise their kids you know, so like for them, it is practic. I mean, for them, it's like, hey, just devote yourself. Like, do you know how much influ- influence you could have to change the world by raising the people that God's given you to raise? You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you, you, you know, and I think that's one of the things that is lost in this kind of discussion is that, you know, in a lot of ways, my wife has more influence on our family than me. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about, like influence, like. I have to work a job that I'm gone, you know, <laughs> eight hours a day. And she has like an ability to No, I mean, obviously I, I play an important role in all that, but I don't have the time she has. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, you know, and she's right. Ra- like the women, you know, they make the next generation and they're raising the next generation. It's like, it's either them or they're handing them off to some daycare who's going to put on Halloween mask and freak them out kind of thing. <laughs> if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, if, I did, did see that so, one. Yeah. I mean, but you, you're raising the next generation and it's like, if you just think about the awesome responsibility that that actually is, you know, um, I am not saying that like, it's all on their shoulders. I'm just saying they have more time, you know, and you mm-hmm. think about like, if every woman devoted themselves to that, they just changed the world together. Right. You know, but the lie is to say, you have to do it yourself. And it's like, no, I mean, you, you want to change the world ladies, you know? You want to make it less, you know, patriarchal and whatever, <laughs> raise your kids. I mean, you know, I don't think you should make it less patriarchal, but you you know what I'm saying? You want to yeah. fix all these problems out there. It's like you have ability to raise the next generation. Like, and if you all band together and quit, you know, giving your kids over to psychopaths, you're going to brainwash them and, you know, do horrible things to them and teach them how to be a pagan and think like a pagan. You could, you could change the world, you know? And so, I mean, I think that's part of what is practical about it is if you just accept the way God's designed, like you think that the good is different than what it is and you don't realize what you could do, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously having sway over the next generation is a huge thing. That's why people are going after the public education system right now and trying to right. put their ideology into it. Right. And yeah. and that's always been the, that's always been the tactic, right? Yeah. With with any sort of regime, is to uh, go after the kids.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think what's funny about it, just like psychologically like thinking about it, like in terms of the way we're oriented, I, you know, I, I think most men would look at, look at the stay-at-home stuff and say, yeah, you know what like, it'd be nice to not have to go to work every day. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's like emasculating to think of yourself as being a homemaker or whatever. I mean, it, I mean, because it's, it's not manly, but then like, the thing is, it's like, if you think about it, like in that way, it's like, yeah, I mean, having to go to work every day, like that, like me looking at it from the outside, it's like, that's a lot easier than Mm -hmm. like, you don't have to deal with a like some kind of crazy boss or, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with all this stuff. You know, you don't have to bear the weight of provision for a family. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to do any of that. You get to reap the benefits of all that and a nice air conditioned home with all the modern (laughs) conveniences that there are, you know, so like part of like what sin does is it makes you, um, the point there is just to say that part of what sin does is it's always about like the desire for what you can't have. Right. Right. So if you're discontent, you know, you're going to look to the other side and romanticize that and then make your, you know, whatever you're in the big problem. And so like women can do that with men where they look at men and say, man, I wish it would be so wonderful to get out of the house and not be with here with kids all day long. And, you know, a man can say, hey, well, yeah, it'd be so wonderful to not have to bear the weight of all the responsibility of providing for the scene." <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah, then, uh, yeah and but then like when you accept the way that you're made and the roles that god has designed you to do you fight those things that's where the real fulfillment actually is and it's not going to be found in looking to the other role like the glamorizing romanticizing the other role and turning yours into the worst possible thing imaginable right right yeah it's going to be found in contentment is not based on your circumstances and so looking at looking at that i mean the the way forward is not to go that route basically.
0: Right. Yeah. And and then I guess kind of going back to what you were talking about earlier in the episode in terms of practical, you know, um, sort of biblical advice, there is this, when it, you know, for someone who lives in Italy, right. And is a Christian, there might be a legitimate question about who do I vote for in this kind of situation. And then, you know, someone needs to be able to come along and say, Hey, there are times where you know you do need to vote for someone who you know yes it it might be shameful um it might not be ideal right it might mean that someone is neglecting an individual is neglecting their family and their household even though God has commanded her um you know to take care of those things as her primary responsibility uh, or one of her pr- uh, primary responsibilities um but when you pit that against something much, much, much worse in terms of the evil that's, uh, that has the potential to take place, you know, it's probably better for the Christian to say, Hey, there's a lot wrong here. I don't support this. This is not, I don't support this, you know, in in totality, this is not the ideal scenario. But I would much rather have the woman who's pushing for you know family values, for example, as opposed to the 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 man who wants to let us murder more babies, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have a you know a Deborah or something, then you say, hey, I want the Deborah over the Hitler, I guess. You know, if Those those, those are my two choices. I mean, but I mean, a lot of people look at Deborah as if that's just like divine sanction for the thing. It's like, no, I mean, oh the. this is a story that's set in the context of a book that says there's no king in Israel and everyone does what's right in their own eyes. That is the continual refrain. You don't want to, um, which is amazing because like with Deborah, you look at Deborah as if it's like, she's like the one exception to that. Right. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, no, the continual refrain is there's no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in their own eyes. I'm sure that you don't think that the right response when, you know, a uh, crowd of, um, rapist rapes, your prostitute to cut her up in 12 pieces and send her to 12.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's not exactly on my short list of responses. I don't and that think that of-
1: you think that like the appropriate moral response, if like men are lacking, like you have a tribe of men who are lacking a wife is to get them to go and, you know, uh, Go to a village full of uh, women who are dancing and grab, you know, grab them, grab them, and run off with them or something like that, right? <laughs> I don't think that you want to model anything, hardly anything you you're doing after Samson, right? Right. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Gideon was a wimp and a coward, right? So I, I think this is a book that's meant to be upside down. Like everything that's happening here is upside down, and even in the story of Deborah, you have the. Uh, Deborah's name is Honeybee and Barack's name is Lightning, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then you have like Barack who's lightning or Barak who is lightning, basically unwilling to go to battle unless Honeybee is there with him. You know, you talk about how <laughs> emasculating that is, and she says, Fine, I'll go with you, but the glory won't go to you. It'll glow to go to a woman, right? And so jail with the tent peg. Like this is not like this is not a story of like uh like this this is an upside down story yeah to say that you know sometimes like when like you have awful options you, you know you might pick between like as as a ruler you might you know god might use a woman to like accomplish something um that should be done with a man to the shame of all the men present in order to, as an act of judgment upon them. And so like, I'm fine with viewing it as an act of judgment on all the men to vote for this woman, but just say, that's what you're doing. You know, Yeah. don't, don't say, don't, don't package it like to say that, okay, what you're doing there is just to say like, um, like men and women are fundamentally the same and equally equipped for this task. And, like, uh, this is a victory for women's rights to vote for this lady. It's like, no, this is a, this is God shaming all the men here. And I'm going to, I'm going to let him do what he's doing and shame everyone. And, <laughs> and I'm going to rub their nose in the fact that they're being shamed here, you know? Yeah. And say, yeah, this is God's judgment upon you wimps, you know? Uh, and that's what my vote means. <laughs> <laughs> I am approving of the fact that God has, uh, basically, you know, uh, identified all you as a bunch of coward spineless cowards you know and he's going to use a woman to help maybe put you point you in the right direction as an act of judgment upon you and anyone who voted for you know her in that way and was willing to say that kind of thing i'm for it you know
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i wonder if they put that on a sticker you know how they make the little i voted sticker yeah i wonder if they make one that's like my vote shamed all the conservative men who are too spineless to (laughs) stand up and say something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, That's the, that's what we need to do. (laughs) Um,
0: but okay. Well, I I think that's a good place for us to, um, end here. Uh, you know, ultimately I think it's like you said, right. This is a shameful thing, but then there are certain times where, you know, when you have to pick, when you have to, when you have to pick, um, you know, the, non-ideal situation versus the totally immoral and wicked um situation. The the choice can be pretty clear, I think, at that point. And it's unfortunate that it has to be that way, but then but then I think yeah, I think Christians should feel a sort of freedom to say, hey, I'm going I'm going to vote uh for what I think will protect the most people in this way. Um and will uh, more closely aligned with what the Bible says, but then there does need to be an aspect from the Christian that says like something's still not right here though. When, when I'm voting in that conservative woman who is pushing for like family values and, and whatnot, there's still I something.
1: Say, yeah. I wouldn't say it's necessarily like like a, you need to vote for her. I, I mean, I think if you,
0: you have the freedom to,
1: I think there's a freedom there. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say it'd be sinful to not, you may just, I mean, there may be things about her that are troubling. I, I mean, I think from what I know in that situation, it sounds like um, overwhelmingly the <laughs> problems are on the other side, but right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, I meant, uh, that's more what I meant to say. Um, yeah. You have a freedom to vote for that person. You don't have to feel, um, you know, like you've sinned in some way for voting, voting for a woman, but then there does need to be a sort of like it's a bittersweet thing right it's not it's not all great and wonderful it's not the ideal scenario um uh and and i do i like what you said as well uh about women and and you know how they really do have they i mean they really do in a certain sense have a a kind of control over what the next generation looks like in a certain way because of the amount of time that ideally they get with their children, especially if they're having a lot of children. Um, And so, and I think that gets devalued a lot in our society, especially from the feminist camp. They try and devalue the woman who stays at home and who raises her kids faithfully the way that God uh, commands them to do. Um, And so, so I don't want that to be lost in all of this conversation. I was glad you brought that up, but um, with all that being said you know hopefully this has been something that's given given you guys listening a lot to think about and a lot to you know pray through and and talk talk about with your family with your friends when it comes to these kind of you know more difficult situations in terms of like hey how do I vote and this how do I um, you know view the way my government is being led right now um, those are, those are important things to think through and have an under a biblical understanding of. And so our desire is to help equip you uh, to be able to think through those things in a biblical way. So we thank all you guys for listening to us and supporting us week in and week out. And we look forward to having you on the next one. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Biblebashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us now. Go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.